0: Welcome to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Amon, a collaborative podcast with Pass It On Network. This program is brought to you by all of community services. Seniors deserve to have a fulfilling life with dignity and respect. But as we transition into our elderhood years, this doesn't always happen. Join us today as we discuss some of the most important issues that seniors face and provide much needed answers to your questions. Now, here is Phyllis Amon. Welcome
1: to Senior Straight Talk, providing informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. The show, which began in September of 2019, was formerly known as Voices for Elder Care Advocacy, and the library of all of the episodes can be found on the Voice America Empowerment Channel under the name Seniors Straight Talk. They can also be downloaded on popular podcast platforms. The show is now also syndicated on the Voice America Influencers Channel. So please remember to like, click, and share the episodes. And for those listeners who are are what I say in SOS mode, stressed, overwhelmed, and stretched, watch out for my upcoming free caregiver distress recovery challenge, helping caregivers find a path to bringing much needed self-care into their daily routine. It features empathy, my registered trademark, which is also the basis of a self-care commitment letter and teaches strategies from my proprietary framework for self-care, self-kindness, self-compassion, and self-forgiveness, which will help you feel recharged and re-energized as you face life's challenges. Family members considering taking on the role of caregiver or those just beginning the caregiver journey can find valuable information in my course, A Caregiving Guide for Caregivers, The Basics. My latest book, Dignity and Respect, Our Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve, is available on Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. The book addresses critical information about how we care for and treat our elder citizens in our families, our communities, in nursing homes, and assisted living residences around the country. And I'm always honored to say that Dr. Bill Thomas wrote the foreword for the book. So I hope you'll purchase a copy and encourage your friends and colleagues to do the same. Um, Senior Straight Talk is also proud of the collaborative partnership with the Pass It On Network, a global peer learning network for positive aging advocates and a member of the United Nations open-ended working group on aging. Senior Straight Talk and Pass It On Network continue bringing listeners informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. I'm proud to have Olive Community Services a non organization in Fullerton, California as a Senior Straight Talk sponsor. Olive Community Services is dedicated to providing culturally appropriate services to the diverse seniors population. And I'd also like to welcome the newest sponsor to Senior Straight Talk, Active Pure Technology, an active patent technology that is the clean air solution for COVID, for COVID pollution. And before we begin, I always have to thank Peter De Geer of De Geer Therapy Services, who is a dear friend, colleague, and consultant specializing in rehabilitation services in nursing homes. And now, without further ado, I'd like to introduce today's guest. Bill Walsh is known as America's small business expert. He's a business coach, venture capitalist, world-renowned speaker, successful entrepreneur and marketing expert. He's the CEO and founder of the venture capital and success education firm, Power Power Team International. He has his own nationally syndicated radio show, The Rainmaker Show, and speaks at events all over the world. Bill Walsh's passion is to empower entrepreneurs and business owners to create massive success He has a very successful background in the areas of finance and marketing and has spent over two decades working with startups to major global brands, increasing sales, productivity, and overall success. Bill is an innovator with a remarkable ability to determine and dictate success strategy to seize global market opportunities. Bill is the perfect go-to person for anyone who owns a business or would like to capitalize their entrepreneurial dream. So welcome, Bill. I'm so thre- thrilled you were able to make the time from your incredibly busy schedule to be here with me today. I know that uh, you're really fitting this in. So I'm so proud that uh, that you're here
2: yeah, with me today. It's really exciting and all of the stuff that you're doing, uh, I just was taking some notes there. Needless to say, your schedule's pretty packed yourself, but uh, congratulations on your success. And I'm honored to be a part of your show.
1: Oh, thanks so much, Bill. So I, I wanted to start off. People may wonder, like, why I wanted to have you on this show, um, being that you, that you work with entrepreneurs around the world. And there's an interest, interesting statistic that says of businesses that are started, those begun by older adults, five years later have a 70% chance of still being operational as opposed to about 28% for younger people who start businesses. So being that that's the case and 10,000 people a day are turning 65, I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about people's passions and dreams and how they can make those become a reality in an entrepreneurial way.
2: Well, I think you mean 65 years young is what you're really well, saying, well, right? ab-
1: Absolutely. Because yeah. I try not and to use the word old anymore, but sometimes it slips in. 65 oh, years of age.
2: Of age, yeah. And, and I think a big part of that is I many times, um, as, as you know, that in, in a business, having some capital helps, but being frugal also helps. And so does having some wisdom, you know, and, and you just can't buy wisdom. You, you've got to earn it over time. And I think that the big difference between the entrepreneur that's 65 and that's 25 is they sometimes don't have quite as big of a view as the 25, because the 25 may, may have bigger aspirations and bigger dreams at that time. But their, their energy and their consistency and their persistence and their love for being an entrepreneur is no different. You know, I mean, that, that's the really, the really great part of the story as an entrepreneur is that you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great.
1: Oh, I love that. Absolutely. And you have to start somewhere. And um, the other thing which you've heard me say, because we met recently, just a few weeks ago, and I'm proud to tell people that um, I have started working with you because I was quite inspired by hearing you speak, was that sometimes, even if you don't really see the whole ladder, um, take the first step. And I Absolutely. took a lip, leap of faith to go to this event uh, called Secret Knock. I had no idea what it was, actually. I I knew Greg Reed. I was connected with him slightly. And um, I got on the plane and said, I hope I know what I'm doing. And it turns out to be the most fantastic experience that I've had in a long time. So I'm wow. thrilled that I met you there. So that's no what really I, I believe
2: there's. There's no accidents in life it's always what you do with it right
1: uh, I agree I believe it's coincident uh, not yeah. coincidence is an accident but synergy to yes. coincidence coming together so well,
2: you know you know they say that coincidence is still uh, it's God's way of remaining anonymous
1: oh I love that I love that <laughs> that's a great one so so my question is or I would ask you to tell listeners if they have this passion if they have an idea, if they have a dream, how, you know, and they have no idea where to start. What advice would you give them about how to take the first step on that road?
2: Well, I, I think the first step is is do your homework first. You know, if you want to buy a Subway franchise, then go get a job at a Subway. Go make sure you like making the sandwiches. Go make sure that you want to put two or three years into making sandwiches. Now, if you can afford to buy 10 Subways and not work at it, that's different, right? Right. But if you're going to start something that's going to take a lot of your time, I always recommend, if you ever seen the TV show Undercover Boss, the real undercover boss, believe it or not, was Howard Hughes. When Howard Hughes would buy a company, he would go work at the bottom of the company. So with TWA Airlines, he became a baggage handler just Mm -hmm. to see what the customer experience was like. So I always recommend entrepreneurs, before you go full tilt into something, take a step back, pretend you're on your own board of directors Take a really good look at where you see the business going, figure out what capital is required, figure out what is the business plan gonna look like, what systems are required, what teams are required, how much execution time is required. And of course, if it's a pioneer idea, always know that it'll cost you 10 times more. So always be very frugal and and there's nothing wrong with going slow. Um, I'm a big believer that get rich quick is almost all bullshit you know, just get rich and, and, and take time and build something great. And most of these overnight success stories that you learn about are about five years in the making. So, you know, as I'm, as I'm sharing this, I think it's important that if you got this passion, got this great idea, I always like to research who's best in class. Mm-hmm. And you, let's say that you want to be an insurance agent, right? Then go research the top 50 agents within 50 miles of you and interview some of them, figure out how did they get there? What was the work involved, right? So now you know what you're going into. And and this is really important too, because uh, I think for for most of us, we realize that time is the most valuable commodity that we have. You know, um, as someone that came out of high school and college as a trader, I did turnarounds for a decade. I launched products and services around the world that help small business. And then business courses, speaker courses, mastermind events, began funding some of these cool ideas. You know, I really started to realize that When I invested in things I didn't know, it didn't work out so good. When I began to invest in things I knew I could really be a part of and make a difference in, it worked out pretty well. So there's things to do in terms of stay in your lane. I tell people, stay in your greatness. What has really been your area of expertise? And if it's something totally brand new, then I always recommend go work somewhere first that does something like you want to do and make sure it's a path you're serious about going down before you go put your life savings into this great widget idea.
1: Right, Um, so as you're talking, I'm thinking of a few uh, scenarios. And one is really, uh, really goes along with what you said. So I've worked in over 50 nursing homes as a speech and language pathologist and dementia expert. And some of the best administrators, and there are only a handful, are the ones that really started, I knew one that started as a pot washer, I knew another person that started working in the kitchen. I knew yeah. another person that started working in the laundry or maintenance. Those were some of the best people because it's what you said, they really understand what the issues are, what the, what the good parts of the business is, where things need to be improved and they develop their ideas as they move up the ladder. The people who remain in touch with people at the, the place where they started, I found were the most successful ones.
2: Success t- tends to leave a lot of clues, <laughs> but but you got to be present to it, right? I know sometimes emotion kicks in and we're so excited about it, but when we built our Rainmaker, our business incubator course, it's a, we meet four times a year, three days at a time. The goal is for people to really take a really great look at their vision, their mission, their path, their purpose, grants, barter, building business capital, um, having social funnels, media funnels, marketing funnels, sales funnels learning how to use KPIs in every company, how to be a better public speaker, how to open up doors and partner with influencers, how to really build perfect days, because all of these things are parts of building an even better business. And so it's really critical that whatever you're going to do, make sure that you'll take the time to build a great plan, uh, get really good counsel, learn to invest in a board of advisors. You know, there's so many great resources now for small business that, to not use all these resources is just, you're just cheating yourself and you're, you're literally shooting yourself in the foot by not taking a step back and realizing, if I can have access to all these tools in from one group or one community, why not push the easy button and make right. it a lot easier? But, but I do recommend the same thing, that if you're gonna start a business, just take a step back for a second, put yourself on your own board of directors, take a really good look and make sure, do I have the pieces of the puzzle to start and run. And I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, because it's never perfect. Every business I've ever had or ever worked on, every business, every entrepreneur, we are all a work in progress.
1: <laughs> I love that. I'm definitely a work in progress. But um, when you say, you know, decide, decide based on if you know the industry. So as I said, I've worked in 50 nursing homes, so I come from this very on the ground experience for over 45 years. I know, you know, where I see it, where my vision is, what my passion is, why, I, why I'm doing it. I think that's a very important part, you know, um,
2: stuff you've most, but, you've spent, but you've also spent a lot of those years building relationships, correct? Right. You spent a lot of years honing your communication skills, do you right. know? And, and that's the greatest thing that I tell young entrepreneurs is that, um, and I tell entrepreneurs that aren't so young, that are, that are, that are uh, different age groups, right, is that you can learn from everybody. I don't care if they're 16 or 95, believe it or not, you can learn. I sat on a plane one time and I flew from New York to LA and the lady was 104 years old. And wow, did I get, a, did I get some lessons in history. You know, right. I, I didn't have anything to say because every word that she uttered was like, it was like it was coming right out of the sky. So it's interesting you say word. that.
1: She was 104 years of age, right? We all do that. We, I have, I have a thing about the word "old," um, also, but it's, it's part of our verbiage. It's part of our subconscious. But it's interesting that you say that because I've told people many times that when I, um, after I turned 50, and then 55, and I was working in nursing homes, then more full time, and. Um, you know, I meet somebody who was in their seventies or eighties, and they'd ask me my age because when you interview them, you always have to ask them their age. And I would say, "Oh, I'm nearer them further. I'm nearer to you than you think." And when I would tell them um, my age, they would always say, "You're just a kid." And um, so I learned that just like what you said, because even at uh, I'm in my sixties, um, even in my sixties, if I meet somebody in their nineties. So they were thirty when I was born. I'm a kid, and it makes a lot of sense. And like you say, uh, I think there's a book uh, you can't um, you can't learn it from Google. But I've been taking that, you know, talking about that for a while. I've written about that in my books. You, can, you could you hit every search engine there is, and you could read information and facts, but it's very different from the the richness of the experience when somebody who's lived it and they relate it to you.
2: Well, yeah, that's the game changer, right? Once again, have you lived it? You don't. I don't believe you know something until you've lived it. I, I, people I agree. People can talk about stuff all the time, but boy, you know, you can tell someone what it's like to be on the front line uh, as someone in the in the army or or, or a marine. But if you've never been in the front line with a marine, you you really don't even have the right to talk about it because what they go through is something that a book or a tape or movie is not going to give you even a even a close reality. Uh, a close dose of what reality is exactly like,
1: and I, I think there's something else that you said. What bringing it back to business. Is that if you ask somebody, no matter who you see that says it was an overnight success, first of all, there's no really real overnight successes. They put in the sweat ex- equity. What is it? Uh, 10,000 hours? That was uh, 10,000 hours Ford. to be great. Right. right. Malcolm Gladwell's book, right? Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. And um,
1: it really is true. You, It didn't happen overnight. It may seem like it happened overnight. Right. And I've I told this story for a very long time. Um, I haven't told it in a while, though. When my son was—he's thirty-seven now—and when he was a kid, we used to go to the U.S. Open, and um, it was—we used to go the week before. It was you know, way before 9-11. So it was very different then. You could go watch everybody practice up close and personal. And I remember one time, uh, Boris Becker, it was when he was number one. And we were watching him practice and his coach, who was Jan Tiriak at the time, kept throwing him balls and he kept serving. And my son said to me, why is he still doing that? And who is that guy? He's already number one. And I said, "Well, how do you think he got there? He got right, there by that guy telling him what to do, and he keep practicing it. So I think there's something very valuable in remembering that. It, it it may seem like an overnight success, but the sweat equity that went into it, nobody knows what that really is about, what that story is."
2: Yeah, not until they actually put the work into it.
1: Right, absolutely. So that is really very important. But I think there are a number of people who probably have a passion, have a pursuit, have an interest, something that may have been their hobby or avocation for many, many years. And they just need the right person to talk to, to help focus them and realize how they could turn that into a business. Wouldn't you say?
2: And and I think once again, it's not just having the person talk to them. It's having the person that has context to talk to them. Right. Do you know I mean, so often that I watch people jump into conversations. Like, for example, if, you, if we started talking today about how to make this amazing, you know, French dinner, I'd be like, let me just push the video button because I have no idea how to cook and right. I have no interest in learning. It's just not something I've never had an interest in it. So, you know, when when there's someone that can fly a plane way better than me, they've got six years in the Navy, they've got 10 years commercial experience and they're going to fly that citation. Why am I going to think after my one or two years of taking, you know, lessons in Muskogee from Joey that I think I can fly the plane? Does that make sense? You you want to make sure that in every area of your life, you surround yourself with individuals that they really own their space. It'll make your life so much easier.
1: Yeah, I agree 100 percent. And that's why in what I do, and I'm trying to impart to people as they are making care choices for the loved ones, just getting back to that for a moment, that um, you could go on a website and get all kinds of information the same way you can about starting a business. But why not talk to somebody who has lived that experience, walked that path, knows that journey, who could give you insights that a website really can't.
2: Yeah, 100%. I love it.
1: So on that note, we'll be right back on Senior Straight Talk, sponsored by Active Pure Technology. And see you on the other side uh, with Bill Walsh.
0: Phyllis Amon, owner of Phyllis Amon Associates, provides strategic solutions to families seeking care for their loved ones and coaches them to become more effective advocates. Her expertise comes from working in over 45 nursing homes. Phyllis, known for her passion, empathy, high quality care standards, and quality life for older adults, is an experienced educator, speaker, and trainer. She's bridged the gap from healthcare to public and private sector businesses on topics from communication, caregiving, empathy, and novel approaches to team building and leadership. Olive Community Services is a 501c3 that provides culturally appropriate services to seniors, their family, and the community. Through their interactive programs, Olive engages participants physically and mentally with a focus on building strength, mobility, and mental health. To learn more, get involved, or make a donation, visit allofcs.org. Together, let's live, learn, and thrive. You are tuned in to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Heyman. If you'd like to leave us a question or comment about our program, please feel free to email the host at phyllis at seniorstraighttalk.com. Now back to Senior Straight Talk.
1: Welcome back to Senior Straight Talk. I'm here with Bill Walsh, and we're having a wonderful conversation about entrepreneurial spirit, about following your dreams, finding your passions, and how you could put them into practice. And we were in the first talk, first half, really talking more about what you should do. So maybe in this segment, Bill, we can talk about what we should, what people should not do if they want to uh, pursue. An entrepreneurial.
2: It's, it's always a question is that everybody everybody tells you, here's what you should do, but they never talk about what do you avoid? So let me tell you a few things if you really want to have more success in your business to avoid. Number one, you want to avoid negative energy sucking vampires. You want to avoid negative people that just want to put you down, come up with reasons why things won't work. Take out your cell phone right now, erase all the phone numbers of the negative people and change your voicemail and say, you know, your call is very important to me, but at this time I'm making some major changes in my life. And if I don't call you back, you're obviously one of them. <laughs> you're like, ouch, right? But, but I'm telling you that there's a guy you want to look his name up. His name is Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. Yes. And he, um, he's one of the best knowing authors, but he's also well-known for being Tony Robbins' first employer. And he talked about you can help a thousand people, but you can't carry three. What I find so many people doing is always trying to carry people. You got to stop that today or you're never going to make it. The other thing that's really critically important is that you would never drive your car on a cross country trip with less than one eighth of a tank of gas in there. Absolutely impossible. You know for a fact you better have some gas in the gas tank. I don't care how nice your car is to get get things going and keep things going. So please do not try to run your business broke. Do not come from that broke mindset. You start with the broke mindset, You'll be out of business before you know it because your belief system will tell you that you're not good enough. You're not supposed to have this, not supposed to work for you, and you'll quit. And, and I think so often when you're starting that business out, it's really important that you always test, track, and tweak. I learned it from my son, Austin. We're launching a new software product there called Mobex Pro to help everyone automate their back end mobile sales funnels. But everything we've learned about internet marketing is always test it, track it, tweak it. Test it, track it, tweak it. Because if, if you're just going, gung ho, I'm going to go spend all this money on my one new Facebook ad and the one new Facebook ad doesn't work. Well, then you just blew all your marketing dollars. It's better off to everything you spend a dollar on, test it small, track it, tweak it. If it works, then great. Then throw a lot of energy behind it. But it's also important that today that as a small business owner, we don't lower price. I know you want to lower your prices. I know that's the thing because you see Amazon do it. Well, it's good for Amazon. It's good for Walmart. It's not good for you. Right. If you're a small business, don't lower price. Learn to value stack. Value stack, value stack, value stack. And, and this will be, just keep adding more value. Don't lower the price. Just can't even put more bonuses in there. It could even be um, additional products or service that are out of your wheelhouse but give your client a great value when they take advantage of work with you. And this is probably one of the biggest things that we talk a lot about. You know, we have our two-day our two and a three-day Rainmaker program that we focus on. And this is critically important for all entrepreneurs, is accountability. Right. You know, yeah. you got to begin to avoid what I call busyville. Mm-hmm. Most people tell me I've got 17 things on my to-do list. And I'm like, great. Well, how many are delegated? Oh, none. I said, great. That means you're doing 17 things that are probably less than 10 bucks an hour. And they'll just move from Busyville to what's called Brokeville to what's called Burnoutville. And that's where most entrepreneurs finish the end line within two years or three years is they quit three feet from gold. They quit right at the edge of success. So I would tell you today that, you know, avoid going down the Busyville pitfill, right? Avoid going down the vortex of social media, down the rabbit hole of social media. Begin to look at your phones, look at how much time you spend doing things that you should never be doing. And these few tips of what you can avoid will make a big difference on what you can focus on.
1: Well, just listening to you, I'm already saying, well, I do that. I do that. I do that. So I I know I have a lot to learn from you, which is why I decided to work with you in your program. But um, would you tell the story about three weeks from gold, three feet from gold? If if the listeners haven't heard it, I know the story, but I'd love for people to hear the story.
2: Well, I I think that three feet from gold is always a, is always a, uh, it's a, it's a parable story, right? right. That, that uh-huh. These, these, and, and, you, and you probably know the same thing about De beers. So this was about gold that they didn't realize they had. They had bought this this mine, and you know they had they had dug in, and they started getting no no success, no success, no success. Found a little bit of gold, no success, no success, no success, and their whole family was so negative. They said, "Let's just bail. We're out of here." And they sold it for next to nothing. Right. They didn't. Realize that the vein of gold ran in a different direction and they had to go just a little bit deeper to get to the big vein, wound up being millions and millions and millions of dollars in gold. So someone else that had the knowledge, had the perseverance that many people could have asked for the information or paid a consultant, but once again, their ego got in the way and they lost millions of dollars. It's the same thing with De Beers Diamonds, right? If you hear the name De Beers Diamonds, well, right. the funny thing is that De Beers family owns none of De Beers Diamonds right? They literally sold it all off back in the 1870s because they didn't believe the ground they were on had the value. And sure enough, someone else believed it did. And, you know, now they're still one of the world's top diamond producers and manufacturers and making a lot of money in their niche. So it's critically important today that whatever business you're going to be in, partner with the best in class. You know, as a venture capitalist and a business coach and a speaker coach and someone who help people set up masterminds around the world, I will tell you that Um, There's nothing wrong with investing in great education. When we launched our Rainmaker Incubator course 15 years ago, the idea was that we could help people with their vision, their mission, their path, their purpose, all their systems, their processes, how to get organized, how to execute. But we did it from a different vantage point. Our vantage point was that we would give them the best training ever looking for partnerships, looking for ways we could team up on stuff. So even though they got great education, they could bring their four people. They got digital coaching each week. We gave them over 10,000 just in bonuses to get, to get outside their comfort zone. But if they're not willing to vote for their own success, why would I? So it really allows you to separate yourself from working with great people that are committed to the long-term vision versus everyone that's just looking for the fast cash, avoid the ones that just want the fast cash because they're not going to be around very long. They're going to always wind up quitting three feet from gold.
1: (laughs) Hmm. That's a, that's a great way of, that's a great way of putting it. And I, I, um as somebody who really sticks in there who believes in what they're doing um, and and maybe hasn't gotten there yet you know i certainly love that three feet from gold story Absolutely. i uh if you stick with it so it may be taking longer than you'd like and and the challenges help you grow uh, but if you stick with it you'll find that you're getting closer and closer and closer and I really I was just telling two people earlier today, I feel like I'm at the doorstep a while ago. I thought I was down the block Then I was you're banging the on the door and I was around the corner. Now I'm definitely banging at the door <laughs> and uh, there are some fantastic things happening. And, and you're part of that story. So you could be awesome. Real, you'll well, be I'm excited, part I'm of excited that to story. keep
2: sharing your story.
1: Yeah, it's really going to be great because as um you know, the, the, I'm sure you're very well aware of the demographics that are represented by, by older adults in this country. And that, um, as I said, 10,000 people a day are becoming 65 years of age. And the longevity economy is, worth, is now worth $8.3 trillion. Crazy. The third largest economy in the world. And, um, you know, many people say that we can't afford older people. Um, People are living longer. Obviously, science has allowed us to do that. And then people become frail and infirm and need care. But the reality is that the businesses and the the services that have been created to help care for those people is part of that $8.3 trillion economy. So, therefore, those people have tremendous value to our country, despite the fact that they're not contributing to the GDP specifically. So I want older people to know the value that they have and that even though they may not be drawing a paycheck or contributing to the GDP that way, there are many other pursuits that they could I don't want to use the word pursue again, but they have many other areas where they could go into where they could be contributing to the economy.
2: Well, I think I think their options have gotten even bigger now because you're no longer in what we call the TMZ, the 30 miles zone around your house. You're now in the GMZ, the global. It really is the global market zone, right? The global zone, because you might be talented and soft skills to help, uh, you did it for Fortune 500 companies. Well, now you can teach that same class all over Australia. You could teach it in Malaysia, you could teach it. And people don't realize there's so many English speaking countries around the world that might need help with your skill set. But just because you haven't learned how to create a digital product or create, you know, videos or membership sites, it does not mean that you can't learn that today. The worst thing in life is to take your intellectual property to the grave realize that today there's more demand, more need now than ever for individuals that can give and share with corporate teams, employees, and entrepreneurs uh, some of their wisdom that they've learned over 30 or 40 years that they can help them shorten the curve. And, and that's something that's very monetizable today. So not to do it is crazy.
1: I agree with you 500%. Um, and I tell people um, You know, for people who who want to maybe consider some of these areas before they get to retirement, if I, uh, people ask me when I'm going to retire. I don't know what that word means. I don't relate to it. Um, I've found a different path and uh, I have passion for it. So I don't think about it in that way, retiring. But um, I tell people to plan by choice, not by crisis. So when I talk to them about that in terms of health care and their wellness and, um, you know, the, the care that they might need as they get older. Uh, another way of looking at that would be in terms of business, that uh, to plan by choice, not by crisis. Don't wait until the retirement years. If you have an interest, a passion, a hobby, think about how you might want to pursue that uh, before you get to that point. Start building on it.
2: Yeah, because if you wait too long, you'll watch people with 10% of your talent make 10 times your money. And it's got to piss you off.
1: Right. Well, it's funny that you say that because I think I'm one of those people. I, um, I have to be honest. I, um, yeah. I was working in an industry for many, many years, saw what was happening around me was, uh, became very disillusioned many times throughout my career, left to do other things totally out of my uh, wheelhouse. Although I had talent in those areas, but I didn't really have a plan at all. Not really. I had no plan and fell flat on my face and had to go back to it. And maybe there was a reason for that also, because now I wound up where I am now. Uh, But the reality is that, um, yeah, I, I could have seen the bigger vision and I did not. Yeah. I, I couldn't see beyond my little cocoon. I think that sometimes that happens to people. They can not see beyond what they're involved in. And that's that's where I'm suggesting if people reach out to people like you or like you said, people outside of their immediate sphere where they could really see the possibilities. Why because, not? I mean, I'm you know, that I,
2: Einstein made that clear that whatever got you here will not get you here. Right. right. So realize that sometimes you've got to go back to the drawing board of education and learning. And I tell you this, I learn so much from my kids every day. I learned from so much from these young adults. Right. We had a young man on our stage yesterday, 21 years old, that's running a multi-million dollar Instagram coaching business now. That his company got bought out by a public company, you know, within two years of starting his business. You know, he's right. 21 years old. So, you know, you you've got to be willing to 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 be open to the conversation with individuals doing some epic stuff, no matter what their age is.
1: I agree with you 500%. And so now that also works the other way. Uh, When we're talking talking about older adults and the idea of ageism and the fact that uh, we do live in an ageist society, if you use that, the, uh, the suffix ist, you know, like racist. Uh,
2: they right, are, age, they're an ageist.
1: They are an <laughs> ageist. So, um, so if you if you think about it that way, um, you can also, as we started off saying, people who are older have a lot of wisdom to share. I think that the one of the greatest mistakes that companies make is when they see they have a number of older people is trying to oust them from the company because, yeah. and many times it's because they think they're. They have, their benefits are, are costing them too much, whether their salary is or their benefit package. But the reality is they can bring tremendous value to the younger people that they bring on board.
0: Yeah, I, I think
2: sometimes what happens, they don't realize the true value and they miss it. So I would I would tell people the same thing today is that don't let anybody else dictate your value. Right. You have all the power to dictate your value. Just go to market with what you're great at and then begin to add to it. Nobody can take away from the IP that you've had to learn over the last two years, five years, 20 years, 50 years. But the worst thing, like I said before, is to be afraid to bring it to market because you don't have everything perfect. You know, if if you waited at home every day until every light was green to get to your office, you'd never go to the office. So understand that, you know, the road to success is paved with speed bumps, curves, you know, a hill sometimes, but, but that's what it takes. And and then the fastest way to get around that is to go with a team. You know, people don't realize, but a bird that flies by itself can go so far. But a bird that flies with a flock can go 27 times further.
1: And do do, um, a long time ago, somebody told me about why and how that is. Do you know about the formation of a flock?
2: I don't know, but I've seen enough times over my house. So it, it almost looks like an arrow. And right. believe it or not, and believe it or not, if one does, if one falls down, someone will go back and get them.
1: Okay, so they they really uh, has how it was told to me many years ago. Now, I Uh don't know if this is actually but it was told to me by somebody who knew something about birds. I don't. I I love Uh birds, but I don't know about them. So I have to take what he said. I never really looked into it. But he said they really start out in a straight line and then one person becomes the leader. And it's kind of what you said when that person that that person, that bird kind of tires. Then that bird kind of moves back and somebody else picks up the flack. And even if one
2: bird falls, the other birds will go back and pick that one bird up and help them along. And and the thing is that most people don't have is they, they start journeys all by themselves. And I teach everyone, I say, if you want to go really fast, go by yourself, but if you want to go really far, go with a team and be very careful who you attract on your team, you allow in your timelines, right? Because that's going to make or break your future. Well, listen, I got to go here pretty soon. Is there any last things you want me to, I can give away? Yes, I want you to share
1: how people can get in touch with you. If people want to start their own pursuits, um, how they can get in touch with Power Tree. And by the way, Bill, where they can hear you speak.
2: Yeah, well, they can get all that. Just go to my Instagram, BillWalsh360, BillWalsh360 on Instagram. But if you want to get all the updates on our events, if you want to get our newsletter, and you want to get a copy of my book, The Obvious, all you have to do is text the word WIN. That's W-I-N, text the word WIN to 26786. Text the word WIN to 26786. You've got all my details. And I still have a channel on the, uh, on the Voice American Network. Uh, I haven't been on it in a while, but the recordings are always up to date, and there's always great stuff in there for you to listen to. So with that, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. I want to give you all the continued success. And I'm excited to have you as part of our Rainmaker Global Program. I I know you're gonna knock it out of the park even more.
1: Well, thanks a lot, Bill. So thanks for generously sharing your time with me. I know you're a very busy guy. The enlightening conversation, the opportunities that you provide for entrepreneurs and especially older adults. And like I said, from someone who recently heard you speak, I can attest to the fact that if any person hasn't thought about their interests or passions as an entrepreneur after hearing you, they will definitely be inspired to take the step on that path with you on Power Team. And thank you my new sponsor, Active Pure Technology. Please join me on the next episode of Senior Straight Talk for more informative conversations for the senior years of your lives. This is Phyllis Amon signing off off, please remember to like, click and share the episodes. And until next time, stay safe, stay well and stay tuned.
0: Thank you for listening to Senior Straight Talk. Join your host Phyllis Amen again soon for another episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platforms.